Oh yes. Hello and welcome in to Movie Trailer Trash. My name's Charlie. And I'm Bethany. And we just watched the trailer for Soul, a Pixar movie that is coming out in June 19th. Maybe we'll see what yeah. happens. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we will never have another movie in theater again. You never know. I mean, the coronavirus is spread wide and far. And right. we're in our home, as we normally are. And the rest of this episode is going to rhyme. <laughs> Listen, I can't keep that up. But I would say this. Uh, you know, the county in which I work just reached community spread, which means that uh, there's enough people having it and getting it that the community is just spreading it to each other, mm-hmm. not from other countries or other places. Right. So that's scary. That is scary. Luckily, and I so, can work from home. Uh, the... This trailer is one of the very few trailers that have been released in the last week just because everything is canceled. Um, Almost like all of the Marvel stuff is being pushed back. Um, All of the uh, A Quiet Place Part 2. I mean, I did a whole article about it. Bethany did a whole article about it. So check out our website, movies.trailerstrash.com. Everything is being pushed back because... I mean, I'll go ahead and mention, though, Mission Impossible... They stopped production completely, yeah. so they that's indefinite because they were in the middle of production. Um, yeah, James Bond, obviously, they pushed that back half a year. Yeah, something else, is, uh, a bunch of other stuff has stopped production, um, and so everything is canceled. Everything that you love and want to see is no more, and All you will never <laughs> canceled. Oh. Actually, that's not true, Charlie. Let's go ahead and mention that. What was it that recently said you can watch their movies at home now? Uh, Universal, Universal said that you could watch their movie. I haven't fully looked into it yet, but I think it's available right now. Um, Any movie that's in theater right now from Universal is available to basically rent. Yeah, for you know, like twenty bucks or something right. like that. Um, I think that The Invisible Man is part of that. It is. And I remember that. I don't remember any others. The but trolls, <laughs> the new trolls. Yeah, I know the that. new trolls. I keep movie, seeing those so. ads. So that's fun. Uh, that's a really good idea, and I think that I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. About just in general, just the world. Just about about being able to see movies in theaters in your home. Um, right. But for right now, I want to talk about Soul. Soul. And this trailer and this movie that I think looks just so, so very good. (laughs) Yeah, I will say um, Charlie saw the trailer when it first came out. I haven't gotten to see it until recently. And I was like, oh, yeah, that looks great. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah. When I heard they were going to be making a movie called Soul, I was like, didn't they just have this with Coco? And, um, you know, there was the other one like Coco. That was also like kind of a Mexican Day of the Dead. That wasn't the same company. Oh, that was a long time ago. That was, uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. When that one came out, I can't remember what it's called right now, but when that one came out with Channing Tatum, (laughs) um, (laughs) I remember they were in the process of making Coco. And I was like, aren't these the same thing? And then now they made this. And I was like, Soul, is it just another afterlife type story? Well, obviously, it's Pixar. Have Obviously, have yeah. a little more faith. Um, I mean, I, I think Not that you probably could have said that about Coco. Like when Coco came out, you're just like, oh, they're they're doing they're doing an afterlife thing, right? And it's it and it's so like good. that other movie that came out, and then it was just so 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 good. So good, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I would say if you haven't seen Coco, definitely watch it. Well, this one, uh, Soul, and I guess I kind of was when they first announced that I was not worried, but like just ready for everyone 
that is usually loud about this type of stuff to be just like on the edge of their seat ready to protest it. and by okay you mean like by this type of stuff like people who are like that's not what the afterlife is like yeah yeah my like religion says otherwise yeah you're you're loud christian fan base that right. basically protests any movie that has anything to say about the afterlife or christianity in right, general but i think that's the thing though is i don't think they care if you have some weird fantasy about the afterlife i think it's more about christianity if you mess with their version of christianity they get mad because yeah and i'm saying this coming from a extremely conservative christian family growing up a very conservative church um this type of thing seems a little bit more uh, nebulous. It's not saying like this is what happens after you die. It's just a story about this interesting concept. It's like a what if. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll we'll see if those groups get uh, let it go that much because also also this is the um, first uh, black led Pixar movie. Uh, Jamie Foxx plays the main character right. in it, and I know that the similar groups usually have. <laughs> A problem You're with that as well. You're saying people who um, have strong enough opinions to protest a movie because of their religion might also be racist, is what you're saying? <laughs> it's a very might weird, also broad be racist. Thing I think to if you're going to go out of your way to protest a kid's movie, yeah, just because well, of the that, thing. is um, you probably have some pretty bad opinions anyway. Um, so this is directed by and written by. Pete Doctor and Kent Powers. Um, Pete Doctor? Pete Doctor is a very great man. And I uh, believe that's a real person. <laughs> you made that up. Pete Doctor directed and wrote Up and Ooh. Monsters, Inc. and Inside Out. Wow, Mr. Doctor. Uh, um, and Kent His Powers. His name is Doctor? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, Mr. He should, doctor. He should be a doctor. And he doctor, would be doctor. doctor, Doctor. Yeah. Okay, everyone. go on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't believe it's true. <laughs> and if he was a urologist, he would be Dr. Peter Doctor. Ugh. I'm going to add a rim shot in there at the end of that. Don't do that. I think that was a pretty funny joke that you completely ignored. Sorry, I didn't like it. And I'm very upset. I'm very upset. I've never been a big dick joke person. (laughs) So this kid's movie. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Beat Doctor. Uh, Kent Powers was a writer for Star Trek Discovery, uh, the new Star Trek that is on uh, CBS All Access, not a sponsor. Um, And... Then there's also, there also is someone else in here, Mike Jones, who um, is listed as a writer who is doesn't have a lot of writing credits, but is on like the art department and creative team for a lot of Pixar movies, cool. including Incredibles 2 and Coco. So um, I have a feeling that this may have been Mr. Kemp Power's idea and he brought it to Pixar and Pete Doctor wrote the movie. Basically, right. Pete Doctor. That's what I would guess. Um, so what's happening here is the main character, who is played by Jamie Fox, is a middle school band teacher right. and an aspiring jazz musician. Um, he yes. finally gets his big break later in life, and I mean later in life, he looks maybe forty something. Yeah, that's pretty late in life for a musician. I guess. Like most like famous musicians are. I see what you're saying. You I know. don't. I mean, he's jazz though. Most jazz musicians aren't famous. What about <laughs> no John offense. Legend? Is that jazz? I mean, it's like it's like. I really don't like his like, music. I don't know. Would Not you call it? Would you call it R and B? Would you yes, call it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I I feel so, yeah. like I heard a name for what his music was recently. It wasn't jazz. It's like <laughs> it's like easy listening or anyway, something. Anyway, the point like that. is, <laughs> he he seems to get his big break 
to do a jazz club, it looks like. Yeah, he gets booked to Which is what jazz singers do. In a jazz club, and he is on his way home, and he falls in a manhole and dies, which, while grim, dark. is very cartoonish. Uh, very that's like dark. a very that like used to happen to every well, yeah, single I cartoon character. Him to get hit by a car, <laughs> but no, he just fell into a hole. I think that might be like too real for right. for little kids <laughs> seeing someone get hit by a car. Right. Um, but I guess Bambi's mom gets shot, so uh, so he dies, and that's probably very early on in the movie. It's probably very much like Up, where you have this whole you know beautiful synopsis. Of something. I wouldn't be surprised that all of it starts with him the way it is at the very beginning of the trailer where he's like, where am I? Like, what happened? Yeah. So it's like his little blue. So these their souls are these little kind of blue droplet looking guys. And they're is very much animated like the like the little people in Inside Out where they're kind very of like fuzzy similar. around the edges and they're... And the kind of luminescent. Yeah, Pixar is creating their own like metaphysical universe. <laughs> and I really like it. Yeah, no, it looks it looks very good. Really cool. Um, I think originally when I like saw the very very first glimpse of a trailer for this, I was unimpressed with, or I was, I guess I wasn't expecting how it looked because it kind of looked like to me, like if they made one of their Pixar shorts a full length movie. Right. Which, when I said that, I realized, oh, that would be awesome. Well, <laughs> here's the problem. I think the reason you might worry about that is because a Pixar short, generally there's a reason it's a short. But <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> the problem would be if you try to make a short into a movie, you don't have right. enough material. It's not because the art is interesting. And the, so the interesting art is great. What happens then is this can be, this is, this will be very quick. He, his soul meets another soul played by a Tina Fey. And he spends the rest of the movie trying to convince her and also trying to get back to his body but trying right. to convince her that life is worth, worth living. living and that's that's what it sounds like that's basically the entire movie he's trying yeah. to get back and i think that he eventually gets back point, and whatever and maybe he's back but is he back for good it looks like maybe he's in maybe he's in a hospital bed who knows you know what he does i bet oh are we going to predict the end of the movie right here i'm going to predict the end of the movie because i got okay. a really good feeling about it um i bet that he like gives Tina Fey his spot. Oh, that's heartbreaking. How dare they? <laughs> how dare no, that's, they? A, that's, that's an idea to, that I just had. That's a you good say way to how think dare they? <laughs> that's a good way to think about it. I was thinking that maybe when he wakes up, he meets a baby and it's because that's the whole thing. So the Tina Fey's character is a little kind of pre human. Okay. They said this is where people go to the get, great before. Yeah. To get their personality and whatever before they go. Um, and the line that Charlie actually wrote in his article about this that was just so impressive, you know, that he really liked was, is all this living worth dying for? Right. I like that concept for many reasons. First of all, my first instinct was just like, there's this kind of concept, like there's this uh, meme or whatever that I saw one oh, time. Oh, meme. That was like two twins in a womb, right? And <laughs> they're okay. talking. They're talking to each other. It's like this little story. There's two yeah. t twins in a womb, and they say, "Do you believe there's life after birth?" Uh -huh. Right? Because in their world, that's all they know. And it's a meme, you say? It's like a yeah. There's like a little. It's a one of those Facebook stories with a photo and a long story to go with it. I'm sorry. What do you call that? It's a meme. It's a post. Uh, whatever. Anyway, the point it's a is, meme. you guys have probably seen this before. Maybe you haven't. But basically, it's the idea that like 
when they're in the womb, they don't know what's what's in the next life for them. Like what happens when they leave that warm, comfortable place, well, right? Yeah, but they um, can't really communicate or think about them. Right, but this is just a... Shut up. This is for the sake of you the meme, Charlie. You just shut up. <laughs> All right. So anyway... I did it for the meme. I really like the idea that before you're even in the womb like when you're up there in the great before that you might be afraid of what's next because you can't possibly know what it's like till you get there and so the whole concept is kind of it all comes full circle because then when you do get to your life you're afraid of what's next then because you don't know what the afterlife is like so it's just this whole kind of circle of fear and trying something new and like taking a leap in order to experience something great Uh uh-huh and so i mean to a certain extent maybe him not wanting to die yet is he's being just like her. He wants to get back to his life rather than going on to the great beyond, which is where he should be. Well, I think that there's a few things um, about this movie, the way that it looks and the way that it feels that I really, really like. All right. Tell me about it. Uh, it'll be, it'll be a few things. The first thing is just like, and I wrote this in the article. It's really cool to have a movie during all of this horrible stuff that's happening whose sole purpose is to convince small children that life is worth living <laughs> like no matter right. what's happening or what's going on right life yeah. is good and you want to be a part of it um the second one is like the feel of the movie which or the like the place that they've built whatever the afterlife whatever they're planning on calling it in the movie is very like there's no there's not rules there's like the one oh, rule like the limbo that he's in well like the one rule between the great beyond and the great before is you're here now like this is where you are but like he's running around and trying to get away from stuff and ends up somewhere else and no one's ever like hey you can't be here you're supposed well, to be somewhere else he's just kind of like might, moving freely throughout this place all the people in charge are very like aloof and friendly and nice <laughs> which is what you would expect from somewhere like that like that's the it's kind of like um it just feels very nice because the conflict is that he's there and trying to get back not that they're trying to keep him there for some reason or right. they're trying to like do something it's to not him. like there's a bad guy quote unquote right which i, I kind mean, of knows? like well i will say this though um there were some characters they showed at the very end really odd looking art kind of like a Picasso looking character Mm -hmm. who's like, I count everybody who goes to the great beyond and one person's missing. Well, yeah, but that's the part of it that I like is that the other person who's supposed to be in charge just answers back. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I will say this. I love um, that so much. Okay. So one more thing about that line about death, because I forgot to mention my second thought. So my first thought was the womb thing, right? My second thought was, there it is. um, And it was really inspired by the way you wrote that article. I was like, Oh, I hadn't thought of it that way, but you were like, isn't that the question? that we all wonder about is oh yeah is all of this living worth dying for and i had not thought of it in that way but like we all have to die and that scares us but is getting to live worth it so like having to face that scary end well yeah well worth it? that's I what i thought of it that way and that's I thought the it was cool, a cool way observation. that uh, the cool thing that they're doing is that they have this super philosoph- mm, philosophical question that has been being asked forever delivered like a kid who's being a smart ass. Right. Like what <laughs> is you, the purpose of life? And you feel like, why should we want to live when like a kid says it like that to you? You feel like you can and have to answer it. 
Right, I guess, yeah. Like, like yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. living is great. You're missing out you're, on living. You're small, and you're not you smart enough live. to know. And so here are all the things. Right. One of them I, is pizza, and I, I agree. I think <laughs> it's a big endeavor to take on, like you said, a philosophical question and make it into a movie. But that's kind of what they did with Inside Out, which it's, is why I think they're they comparing did, it to that. They did that and, and more. Like they did that, they did a philosophical question with Inside Out and a biologic, a bunch of biological sure, questions. Sure, but they were, yeah, they did a lot of that, like, can joy and sorrow coexist? Right. And it was beautiful. Oh my God, so beautiful. Such a great movie. The feeling verse. Um, That's the new Pixar universe. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, they. I would love to see more movies like this. I'm so fascinated and curi- like curious about it. I'm so glad that Jamie Foxx is the lead. Because one, great actor, mm-hmm. like the guy. Uh, two, it's about time they had a black lead in a Pixar movie. Yes. Um, and then, oh, I was going to say something else. Mm, well, got off track. I can say that I think that this is, obviously it's going to be so well made because it's Pixar and uh, Dr. Doctor. But I think that it's a <laughs> bummer that it is that it is Pixar and Disney because like they can't dedicate... like like a whole series to this type of thing like we were just saying so like if it wasn't pixar if it was just made by these people by random independently yeah. of a big giant animation studio then it could be kind of like a series of philosophical questions made for kids basically right but i mean that's kind of what we're saying though is that we could see more movies like this who knows yeah yeah and i mean um, that's what um there there's so many kids movies that are just you know about really intense things. I mean, all right. of this guy, all of this guy's movies, uh, up is about death. Oh my god! And grieving. So sad. And we just watched that, by the way, listeners. Yeah. We yeah, just watched we it. I'm like, oh man, here we go again. And of course, you have Tears. Inside Out, which is all about all of the you know growing up and being depressed and dealing with hard situations and big changes um i just remembered the one thing i was gonna say those okay. little the little <laughs> counter the little counter guy who's like i count all the people uh-huh. they remind me very much of like old school disney sidekicks like the women in hercules yeah. and you know like kind of those hercules uh, deals with a lot of the afterlife as well right so anyway i just thought that was fun um yeah, so do you want to talk about where, when, and how? Do you want to, is there something else you want to hit before that? Let's talk about where, when, and how we're going to see it. And right? then we'll just trail off into whatever interesting things we have to say. Yeah, just maybe just quieter and quieter until no, no. one can hear us. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Where, when, how? Are you going to see this movie? Okay, where, when, and how you're going to see this film this Pixar motion motion feature, right, coming um, out in July. It's, it's coming out in June on June nineteenth. Oh, June. Uh, but maybe again, we don't really right. know. Um, it's so this is always ideal. We're always talking ideal. Well, and it's hard because with the releases, because Disney, since they own everything, we uh, in the new episodes we've done since our hiatus, we've done I think five now. Okay. And one of them has not been a Disney. <laughs> property Listen, <laughs> it's not our fault that they own everything well yeah and that's what i'm saying is that with these releases they have everything scheduled out you know yeah very to scheduled. the to the week basically of like, okay, when gonna everything's have... going to be released and so now they're that like, all of this two is animated happening movies a year we need 
however many Marvel movies a year. Yeah, they're like very scheduled out. Yeah, it's gonna screw it all yeah, up. Yeah, I was which, just thinking. Which, I mean, by the way, is like the least of the problems with the coronavirus. Guys, what are we gonna do about the coronavirus? <laughs> all of a sudden, November hits. Every movie from the year comes out. <laughs> How are we gonna choose which one we're gonna watch? <laughs> every single movie. That's what they this should is do. The big just concern to, <laughs> right now. What, just to see what kind of like. What just what would happen is just release every movie that they had slated for the last six months. Right. <laughs> that would be kind of crazy. I don't know what they're going to do. But okay, let's assume it does come out in June. Let's assume things are different. And then, then so ideal situation, right. I would love to be able to go see this in the theater. Me too. Um, I always feel bummed when I see something that looks this good that's a kid's movie that our kids are just too young to go to the theater. Well, and by just, you mean like? Two years. For one, two years too young for one, four years too young for the other. <laughs> now you know that our kids are 15 and 12 <laughs> years old. But no. eventually <laughs> they'll be old enough. Now the thing is, um, gosh, if you have kids, you should really see this in theater, I think. But really, anybody should. It looks so good. I have always been the adult person that goes to the kids movie in theater. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I'm here to see Finding Dory. You know, I don't care if I have kids. I'm here to see it. I was the same. I'm the same way, but um, I've never had to go like with like a because <laughs> because you wouldn't go with like a group of your guy friends. No, and, I mean probably and then, not. And but going you to a kids movie just as you one should. guy is kind of well. That's odd. a little weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, I saw Princess and the Frog in the theater. I saw Frozen in the theater, unfortunately, but you know, not every movie can be a hit. Saw Madagascar three. Actually, we did, didn't we? We did. That's insane <laughs> that, that we saw that one. I didn't even love Madagascar that much. But I would say, yeah, go see this in the theater. Yes, If you're ideally. not going to see it in the theater, see it somehow. I'm sure it'll be on Disney Plus right. shortly after it leaves. Um, but that kind of brings me to my next thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah, if just, you're done. We can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> if you're done. If you're done now, I haven't even been like rambling. <laughs> you're not even talking at all about you're just it. quiet. <laughs> if you're done over there, being all sorry. Intrusive, um, movie. So we were talking about Universal, uh, because of the situation, allowing right. people to rent their movies that are in theater, and I've been saying for a long time that I think that this is a good idea in general, always. Right. To let for people, a certain cost. To let people rent your movie higher you know higher cost than normal right rent your movie and be able to watch it at home even though it's also in the movie theater because i don't see what the problem would be i mean they want to generate an excitement for it they want to get people out of their homes to see it because that's it's like it proves that it's worth worthy you know what i mean but wouldn't it be better if someone saw it and paid money for it than if they just didn't see it at all until it came out for rent and they paid a fourth of the price that they would if they went to right. the movie theater i mean i see what you're saying i will say this when um bird box came out on netflix everybody watched it now yeah, and we wouldn't have now, gone to the theater to see that probably not but maybe because it looked good and it Dang sure was. <laughs> sure was. You are so. Uh, you are. You like that movie too much. Oh my god, I freaking love that movie. And here's <laughs> the thing: um, years ago, people no, at my work had a book club. About Bird Box, right? Now. I didn't read the book. Wasn't interested. <laughs> Saw the movie. Loved it. But no, you had a book? we are going to talk it. about books are for nerds. We are going to talk about Bird Box right now because when it came out on Netflix, 
everybody watched it because okay. it was available to you. And now the fact of the matter is we all already had Netflix. Right. I don't think a ton of people went out and got Netflix that night, you know? But because it was a brand new movie with a big name actress um, that was now immediately available to everybody at home, nobody wanted to be the last person to see it. It's just like a new TV yeah. show that comes out. Um, and when the, when a new TV show is out and everybody's talking about it, you're careful to try and watch it when it comes out. Like, um, This Is Us, whenever it's on, I have to watch it like the day after. And I'm always like, don't talk to me about it. Don't talk to me about it. I don't want to, you know, miss out. Yeah. I don't want to get spoilers. Well, same just thing like with the movies. masked singer. Exactly. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't, don't tell me who dare. that frog is. I already know. Yeah. Well, we want to guess and we don't want to <laughs> know if we're right until it's time. Okay. Until it's time. That big bad voodoo frog. Listen, we digress. But the point is, if it's available at home, You'll have people basically having to decide, do I want to go to the theater and see it for the experience? Or do I want to hurry up and watch it right now at home while I can so that I, I can talk about it with all my friends and yeah. be the first to see I'm it? I'm not saying that you should like get rid of movie theaters. Sure. I mean, like, people are still going to want to go. Because people who want to go to the movie theater want to go to the movie theater. Right. Like, for instance, you and I like going to the movie theater. If there's a movie we we just don't have time to get to, we'll still watch it when it comes out. Right. And... You mentioned this to me the other day, Charlie. Um, you yes. said that <laughs> you said that we like where we are in our life now. It's very hard to see movies. So regardless of coronavirus, if everything was normal, having two young kids um, has changed everything for us, reasonably so. And it's not easy to just get a babysitter and go see a movie for three hours, you know. Um, so something like that would be useful for us because mm -hmm. guess what the kids are asleep by 7 30 well and also that gives us plenty of time we could watch two movies like there's if you think about it but we can't leave them alone in the house go to the theater imagine if you had a not allowed a small group of people that you were just hanging out with four or five people that you were hanging out with your your standard friends is sitcom right um all your friends <laughs> yeah yeah it's a lot easier to convince them to chip in to rent a movie that is currently in theaters than to convince them to go to a movie theater to watch a movie. Maybe. I guess it depends on your friend group. It, well, I guess if I'm part of this friend group. Yeah, you're just saying you specifically, <laughs> don't, specifically don't like to go places. don't want to put on pants. <laughs> Look, um, I will say this. I would still go to the theater if that was an option because it is an experience. And especially for you and me... Every single night, like our kind of getaway place is our basement. Kids go to sleep. Okay, now we have our time. But that's not, if there's a movie I want to see in theater, that's like a getaway, like a real getaway. I would probably only. I don't want it to feel like every other night. If every movie was also offered for streaming, I would probably only go s to the movie theater for like Marvel movies or big action movies. Right. So like we might see an indie film at home. Yes. <laughs> You said that so somberly. <laughs> you were so like <laughs> I, that's because as I was saying it, I was trying to think of a good example, and I was going to say a quiet place, and I was like, "Nope, we got to see that one in theater." I think that the Invisible Man is a great example. Yeah, right. And that I, is and a I good think example. that we, mi I might rent it and watch it. You got to do it without me because I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Bethany just I'm scared. We just watched Parasite for the first time uh, a few I'm nights ago, scared. and it ruined movies for Bethany. Look, <laughs> it really messed with her head. Just I need a good month of cleansing my soul. I've got to just watch 
Up. And what else did we watch that was fun the other day? We were watching Up, and then we were reminded halfway through just how, like, just horrendously sad that movie is. What do you mean? (laughs) The entire time until the very end is just sad. Sadness. I mean, it has lots of humor, too. The bird is funny. The dog is funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got your Disney sidekicks, but (laughs) other than that, it's just, I mean, the... It's well, yeah, the kid's life is even sad. I think that's yeah. the thing. Is like you, you know, the old man. Lost and also, a he loved doesn't one. know it's sad, and that's sad. But the kid's just <laughs> like, yeah, my dad said he'd do this, but he never shows up. It's just like it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. But maybe he'll do it one day. Maybe he'll actually be there for me. But <laughs> I also so think sad. that, like, I, and I think that this is not a shared opinion by many, and I am okay with and understand that. But Up I, is probably one of, if not my favorite. Pixar. Okay. Like it's Ooh, it's up there. How yeah, could you? It's up there with The Incredibles. And. And. I Come mean, on. Probably Toy Story, but. Okay, that's not even where I was going. Finding Nemo. No, Finding, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo's top two Pixar movies. It's in the top two Pixar it movies. Wouldn't, I don't think it would be Nemo in mine. Maybe we should re- maybe we should really think about this and release it, um, along with this episode, uh, tomorrow. A ranking. Yeah, our, our Pixar our personal rankings. rankings. So, so there you go. That's a incentive to go to the new website is that you get to see our Pixar rankings. Uh, in and the you got article. a little taste of it here. I obviously like Finding Nemo. Charlie obviously likes Incredibles. I do. And up. I love I love an incredible man and family. Um. <laughs> oh, and I said this to you the other day because we just watched The Incredibles recently. We watch a lot of kids' movies <laughs> these days. Oh, I wonder why. And um, I I told Bethany. That I believe that when Dash starts running on the water in The Incredibles, that it is one of the greatest character moments of all time, of all movies ever. Right. I mean, everybody loves that moment. I think that it helps that right now we have a three-year-old who laughs like that. I'm just Occasionally saying, when he's very excited. Just when he starts running that, on like, the water. <laughs> and he, yeah, and he does the little like... <laughs> it's so good it's so perfect and you immediately know who that person is and it's great it's right it's great that's a great movie i will say that all right so soul jamie yes. fox tina fey that's all we really know uh, i mean quest, those are the only real characters quest right? love is in it i don't oh, know okay. who he's being a voice voice for but he's in it I bet also he's one of the band um, members felicia rashad is in it do you know who that is oh that sounds so familiar it's claire huxtable oh <gasps> Wow! So she's gonna be that's in it. awesome. Love her again. I don't know who she's these also in this characters are. Um, there is a, a few. There's only seven people listed on. I the I bet cast you Felicia Rashad is the woman in the band. I think that the band, those little characters, are probably some of the main characters. Yeah, there's main human characters. So there's only seven people listed on the cast right now on IMDb. Um, David Diggs is another one of them. Um, he's a Hamilton guy. Okay. I was like, I don't know that person. Um, Angela Bassett is another one of them. And Angela Bassett. Isn't it Bassett? Bassett. I'm pretty sure you're saying Angela Bassett. Is it not? Is it not Bassett? I've always heard of an Angela Bassett. I've never heard of a Bassett. Bassett. Yeah. I'm going to take your word because I don't know. That's Um, just how I've always heard it. You could have just looked at me and said, I've heard it both ways. (laughs) <laughs> and I would have believed you. <laughs> Angela Bassett. And um, <laughs> also, obviously, John Ratzenberger. Right. He, he's in every yes, Pixar Yes, he's in movie. all of them. What do you think he's going to be? Uh, probably something small. 
<laughs> he has something <laughs> small. Okay, maybe. Or maybe he's like the ruler of the afterworld. Listen, so here's the thing, guys. After before world. we before we wrap this up, um, thank you guys for listening. I wanted to mention, with all the coronavirus stuff going on, um, we know that lots of people are looking for things to do. If you have anything that you think would be really fun to hear us talk about, it doesn't have to be trailers. It could be a movie-related topic. Um, let us know. Uh, tweet at us, at Movies Trailers Trash. No. No? At movies and trash. Oh, dang it. All right. At movies and trash. Just tweet at us. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. It could be, you know, maybe you want us to watch them, like a, do a marathon, watch three movies and talk about it. Um, whatever the case, whatever sounds fun, because we'd like to bring you more fun and more things to just listen to and laugh at and consume. Think about consume. during this time at home, most likely. Um, we have time in our evenings. We just need to. Get some cool ideas on what else to do. Because like Charlie said, there's not a lot of trailers right now. Yeah, People are scrambling to figure down, out what man. to do. So um, we'll still find trailers to talk about. They're always out there. But if you have any other fun ideas, please send them our way. We're also on Facebook. Movies, Trailers, Trash. Yep. Haha, That's what it is on Facebook. <laughs> At Movies, Trailers, Trash is too long of a handle. You're right. And I'm sorry about that. Um, you should be. I should have remembered. But listen... Check out the new website, MoviesTrailersTrash.com. We're good. trying to just put up a ton of content on there, yeah. things that you might be interested in, and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Tell your friends about us. Leave us a review. That helps us out a lot, and we hope that you guys are all staying safe and hopefully fairly isolated. And I swear to God, if you're not six feet away from someone right now, I will find you. And I will slap push you, you in the face. Push you three more feet away. I'll from push them. you three more feet. Listen, guys, just stay safe out there. Social distancing. We can be together apart. Yeah. Through technology. I love the internet. All right. Bye. Bye.